This is After Class with Tori Martin. I went to a PD recently where I was basically shown how to access my Google Drive and Google Classroom and how I might consider how to best use these resources in my classroom. I am level two Google certified. This means I know my way around Google and its products. I spent many of my own off-the-clock hours pursuing this certification in order to be more effective in the classroom, and yet here I was, learning where the on switch for the computer was located. To say that I was frustrated is an understatement. And look, I am not alone. Teachers as a group are perennial students. We spend a great deal of our out-of-school hours honing our skills and seeking out resources. We continue to take classes, to learn new technology, to grow and strengthen our teacher toolkit so that we can help our students. Despite what you may see in the news or movies, we are neither martyrs nor sloths. We are professionals who work to refine our craft. The reality of modern-day educational PD professional development for those not steeped in an acronym-laden job, is that it is not tailored to teachers as individuals. It is funny that in a profession where personalized learning and differentiation are considered necessities, if we are ever going to reach students, that we, the ones in charge of providing these self-same services in our classrooms, are not afforded any level of intentional education. These cookie-cutter, bland PD sessions are sucking the joy out of teaching. Let me say that again. Sucking the joy out of it. And a joyless teacher means a joyless class. It is hard enough to be a teacher. The precious cargo that we are entrusted with every day require an inhuman amount of work from us. There is never enough time or resources. When we are at school, we are with students. And the prep work that is required to be present with them in the classroom requires more than the small amount of planning that we get. Teachers are constantly squeezing whatever few precious minutes they can find to craft lessons that respond to the needs of our students. We are pulled in a million directions. Test, don't test. Feedback is the key. Grade, but don't give zeros. Project-based learning is where it's at. Portfolios, but digital. 21st century skills. Teach them to code. More writing, less fiction. More public speaking, less algorithms. Common core, no common core. And that is from our districts alone. This cacophony of input and requirements is soul-numbing. I am currently in a district that is launching several lofty initiatives. They are good ones, and with the students' best interest in mind. They are really not new. They harken back to things that have been done in the past but didn't stick. There is a reason for this, and that has to do with the professional development that surrounds the initiatives and the professions as a whole. It is almost always at the beginning level. It is repetitive, and it is applied equally to everyone, and frankly, it's too short. Now, I don't believe that there is any malintent or belittlement inherent in this situation. The truth is that differentiation is hard. That is why it is often lacking in classrooms. Pre-assessing a room full of 30 students and then helping them each build the foundational skills they are struggling with while trying to provide grade-level content is a hefty task. The educational field has spent a great deal of time figuring out effective methods to reach each individual student, and we know that while it can be difficult, it can be done. 
One such method is the workshop model. The workshop model, introduced by Lucy Calkins at Teachers College, Columbia, is focused on being student-centered. It divides class time into three portions, the mini-lesson, work time, and reflection. It really is that simple, but it is what is done during these components that is so profound. The mini-lesson is when direct instruction occurs. It's when students learn the new skills that they need to go forward, and it takes up roughly 25% of class time. Work time should be 50%, and this is the messy part. Students are working with a partner or a group. They may even be working individually. They are tackling math problems or working on investigative labs. They may be crafting written responses or writing a slam poem. It is the heavy lifting of the day, putting into practice what students have learned. The final 25% of class is set aside for reflective discussion. Students can share what they've learned and ask for more feedback. Teachers may be posing a final question of the day and exit slip to assess for understanding and to plan for the next day. Sounds great, right? Done correctly, it is. And it fits nicely inside the wheelhouse of project-based learning where students learn through tackling real-world problems, working with experts in the field, and creating their own learning experiences. Do you know what is a real-world problem just waiting to be tackled? Teaching in a classroom. Do you know where there's a large pool of experts in the field? In a school. And do you know who creates their own learning experiences every day? Teachers trying to navigate the needs of their students in their district. Why can't our professional development be a workshop model? Why can't we have authentic project-based learning experiences as teachers? and have it count as our mandatory PD. Well, we can, and this is what I've been working on in my very own school. One of the first things I did was to survey my peers. What were their needs? It is one of the basics of teaching, pre-assessing. What do students know, need to know, and want to learn? But it is rarely done for teachers. We have mandatory meetings every week where we are often provided embedded PD, but we are seldom asked what we would like to learn or what we need to learn. What I found was when I asked my colleagues was that they were overwhelmed with all of the new initiatives that our district had launched. They were excited about them, curious about them, wanting to implement them to the best of their ability, but there were simply too many things to do and very little support. The biggest concern was effectively implementing project-based learning in the classroom. Our school has asked that each teacher do two a year, and even though we had all gone to a training, which is more than some schools might do, the everyday follow-up support was lacking. It is kind of like expecting my newly 16-year-old son to expertly drive a car with one lesson. No one thinks that is a good idea, especially my son. As my fellow teachers were implementing their PBLs, they were finding stumbling blocks. Time management was a beast. What do we do when PBLs go south? How do you make sure students are learning standards and aren't just making a neat poster? And how do I effectively grade any of this? After I identified the need, I asked who was ready to go on this journey with me. One thing I have learned about any kind of effective grassroots change, work with the willing. We then set up a format meeting every other week, an agenda, a mixture of teachers presenting portions of their PBLs and asking for specific feedback and special topic sessions where we look at something such as a rubric and a purpose to more effectively implement our school's 
and districts initiative in a proactive, positive way. And might I mention we were doing all of this on our own time and for free. Magic. If only my district could capitalize that. We were creating teacher-centered PD. We would come together for mini lessons, let's look at scaffolding, and then break into our work time, implementing our PBLs in the classroom, and then come back together for reflection. How can I make it better? Did I really hit the mark with that standard? Nothing new, really. It was the same workshop we implement in the classroom, but revolutionary because it was for us, by us, and the effect was amazing. The amount of joy that has come from this group has been wonderful to witness. Every single person involved has said, this is what we need. This is helpful. This is making my classroom more effective and joyful. It is a simple formula. Ask what we need. Use the experts that are in the building. Honor the messy, difficult work we do every day. And then come back together to reflect. Instant, personalized, differentiated, cost-effective professional development. All it takes is a willing building coordinator and for admission administration to provide PD hours. That's how you get other teachers buy-in. We will gladly workshop initiatives given the time and space, both of which are hard to come by. So let our classes be part of the space and professional development credit be part of the time. And just think, as we work out the kinks, we can archive everything we are doing to provide support for other teachers in schools. We can do this. We can make professional development a joyful and meaningful experience. We just have to trust teachers just like we trust our students every day. Thank you for listening and join me next time after class.